Welcome to Life Coaches and Cahoots. My name is Melinda Oltz and I co-host this podcast with Stephanie Islets. We are certified ULA Life Coaches and together with the ULA community, we are on a mission to change the world with a word, ULA. Every other week, we bring you an inspiring coach's story and message. It is our hope to encourage you to discover how you too can start living your ULA life. If you are excited to start learning how living differently and create a life of less stress, more balance, and personal growth, this is podcast for you. A brief disclaimer, nothing in the podcast is intended to replace the services of a trained therapist, doctor, or health professional or otherwise the substitute for professional mental health, medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Welcome, everyone. Today's topic involves everything related to your career, your vocation in life. Whether you're full-time, part-time, a stay-at-home parent, a student, whether you're working at your day job, the one that pays the bills, or your dream job, the one that you're super passionate about in your true calling, this topic covers them all. What am I talking about? Ula Field. And today, we have Coach Sherry Poyant with us to dive deeper into our fourth F of Ula. Sherry is a wife, mom, educator, and coach. Sherry is also the author of Letting Go of Perfection, Embracing the Mess, and Finding Your Balance. She understands the challenges of balancing work and family and the impact that stress can have on your mental and physical well-being. Her mission is to help moms find a little bit of peace, better health, and more joy in their lives. Sherry and her family live 10 miles from Disney, During her free time, she loves to bake, go to Disney parks, run with friends, and spend time with her husband and son. I am Coach Stephanie, and I am here today with Coach Melinda, my co-host, and a coach who lives by the most magical place on earth, Coach Sherry Poyant. Hi, Melinda. Hi, I'm Coach Melinda. Stephanie and I are on a mission to showcase some of our fabulous school life coaches and share their stories. We are very excited to introduce Sherry Boyant to our listeners today as she shares about herself and Ula Field. Welcome, Coach Sherry, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited. I have to say, first of all, since I currently live in Wisconsin and I'm buried in snow and zero degrees, we want to hear all about what it's like living in Florida, especially near Disney, and how and why did that happen? It's magical. I am originally from Rhode Island. I lived there my whole entire life. And in 2021, we made a decision to move here. We've loved vacationing at Disney for the last 11 years with our son. And one time I was on vacation, I said, I really wish I could live like this all the time. And two months later, we decided to move here. And it's just wonderful. It's warm. I love the sunshine. I'm actually allergic to the cold. So being here is just so good for my mind, body, and spirit. It sounds wonderful, especially to me right now. 
And so you moved to Florida with your husband and your son? Yes. Yeah. And he is in high school. I saw something recently where you were doing a college tour. Are you going to be an empty nester soon? I am. (laughs) I am. My son is 18. He's a senior in high school. He made such a good transition of moving here. He's applied to eight colleges. We've heard from six so far, and he's gotten into all of them. And he's looking to follow, I guess, in my husband and my footsteps of health and wellness and uh, coaching and teaching and working in exercise science. So we will be empty nesters. So we have, you might hear him barking in the background, a new puppy so that I can take away a little bit of that pain of my son moving away. And I think I did hear your little puppy in the background. But actually, my daughter is in college, then Stephanie's. Oh. And we do know, I know a little bit about the empty nester, but also the void that can be filled with your family pet. So I think that's great that you got one. My daughter actually goes to veterinarian tech school. And so it's a big thing for them, for the anxiety and depression. They encourage the kids to bring their emotional support animals with them to college. And they encourage them to spend as much time as they want down in the kennels with the animals. So I love that. Yeah, that's a great Avenue. What is your new puppy's name? His name is Finn. It was a family decision that took many days. <laughs> Lots of input from other friends and family as well, but it really fits him well. He's a sweetheart. He's a golden retriever. He's 11 weeks old and he's our fourth golden. So um, yeah, we've had goldens for the last 24 years and our house felt empty when our last one had passed away. So we just got one for my dad. He's retired now. So we thought it would be great for him to give him something to do. And uh, he's 11 weeks old. He's an Aussie doodle. And I was laughing today because I saw that Dr. Dave was out there doing the cheese tricks with his new little puppy, Blue. And this dog is nowhere near that discipline yet. So I was like, better get on the ball. We've taught Finn to sit, stay, give a paw, down. So he's really doing well with all of that. <laughs> right. I don't know how he holds out for that cheese today. They put three pieces on each paw for him. I was yeah. like, oh. well, Speaking of food, though, I, did I see that you still like to bake? Is that what you have going on? I absolutely love to bake. I have a son, my son, Andrew, he has food allergies. He's allergic to peanuts, pistachios, cashews. So I, from a young age for him, always had to bake things special so that I wanted him to feel included and then he wasn't missing out on things. And I just developed a love of baking. My grandmother loved to bake and I'm gluten-free. So that's kind of what I specialize in baking. I don't know if you've ever heard of my famous muffins, banana chocolate chip muffins that everyone loves. I've been making them every single week for the last 16 years for my son and my husband. So I just, it brings me joy to share my baked goods with others so that they can just, you know, enjoy them and it just makes them happy to make them happy. I did see that. I know that your mission is to serve women in the health and life and business. So I was searching your website, which I got to say, I loved it. I loved the free resources, particularly the ice cream recipe was awesome. And I also like the midnight weight loss free tips you had. So it's very well laid out. It's very user-friendly. So I hope you'll definitely share a link in the notes for people for that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So you wrote a book and you bake and you have a website, you have your own coaching business. 
what if you could do anything right now and have a dream job, what would that be? Hmm, that's a great question. My passion, I guess my talents lie in teaching. I'm a certified early childhood and elementary and teacher. My two favorite jobs, one was when I worked at, uh, it's called Faith Nursery School, and I was assistant director, and I also did a lot of training with the teachers, and I've also worked at the college level. So my dream job would be to teach early childhood in college settings again. I'm really excited that I had the opportunity this semester to work virtually for Rhode Island College, where I used to work in Rhode Island advising students. So I'm doing a little bit of that right now. And it's just, it's been wonderful to kind of get back into that. Well, that's great because our topic today is Ula Field and dream jobs and day jobs. And we asked you on today's show because we know you've worn a lot of different hats or ears (laughs) that you've had some unique experiences in this area. Could you share more about your past experiences? Yes, absolutely. So I have about 20 years of teaching experience from three-year-olds up to college. And I, as you know, have written a book. I've done health coaching and life coaching as well. And I just got a job, a seasonal job at Disney. So I live literally seven miles from Cinderella's castle. We've always loved Disney because they were so inclusive with my son with his food allergies. And it's just been such a great place for happy memories with us. My my heart is always how I can serve and give back. And I said, how amazing would it be if I could go and, and be part of that magic for other people? I also met a runner. And my first race that I trained for, my big race was in Disney. And I got hired to work in merchandise at the ESPN Center. And I'm going to be working at Run Disney events. So I'm really excited. And, you know, it's it's this little job, and it's big to me because I'm able to give back. But also, I knew I moved 1,300 miles away from my family and friends. And so this has given me an opportunity to meet other people and potentially make friends. And even if I'm just talking to strangers all day, and that's exciting for me to get out and, and to be able to do that. So those are kind of the different things. I have a degree in textile spectrum merchandising and design, which I'm using again for this, and also have that teaching background as well. That does sound really exciting. I'm very happy. That, that's great. Do you have any goals in the area of field right now? I do. I'm continuously working to grow my coaching business. I know I'm somebody who in the past has struggled with perfection, has struggled with balancing work and family, and then that unbalanced life affecting my emotional health and my physical health. And I know there are other women and moms out there who are feeling that as well. So one of my goals is to grow my coaching so that I can just, I'm working on this new program that's called Fill Your Cup, where I can sit in a Zoom with someone and just have a cup of coffee and help them with some things like time management, prioritizing and that. But I'm going to tell you that I'm completely open to also working maybe in a college, um, you know, doing some advising or teaching or something with Disney. I applied for an education manager position at Animal Kingdom. So I feel like there's so many possibilities. And that's another thing I want to say to you. I'm 53 years old and I still feel like my life is still beginning. So it's never too late if you want to try or do something new. I agree with that. And congratulations on the new job. That's awesome. Thank you. 
So is there something now that we're talking about life coaching a little bit? Is there a story, a background that brought you to Ula? How did you come to know Ula? Well, it was back in 2018, the end of 2017, I went through a really difficult time. I had lost my mom. She had Alzheimer's disease. My son, Andrew, was in middle school and he was going through a cyberbullying. He was being bullied through Snapchat. And I was trying to balance all of that outside and still do all the things I want to do, like make my muffins, you know, for my family. And I was teaching full-time in a kindergarten classroom that was stressful. All the stress piled up and I ended up mentally and physically uh, sick. And, And I left work to heal, to feel better. And along that path, I started looking into natural wellness. And when I was doing that, I learned about the Ula tea. At the time, Ula had tea, this organic tea. And I was all into, you know, I love organic foods. And I started drinking it. And I saw there was a book. And I read this book. And I said, the woman's book of Finding Balance in the Unbalanced World. And I thought to myself, match if I had this book and I had this system and this framework Maybe I wouldn't have become so unbalanced myself. So I started reading the book and I started following Dr. Dave and Dr. Troy. And then a little while after that, I decided, let me, I'd love to become a coach so that I could be part of this movement that's just bringing balance to people with such a simple, not always easy, but a simple system that I know that other women could also benefit from. So is that your niche is to? women that are out of balance? Is that what you work It is. Yeah. It's the women who are out of like their work and life. They're having a hard time balancing that. They're suffering from that perfection of, you know, when I grew up, that was what it was. You have that, you have your perfect home and your perfect dinners and your kids look perfect and the whole thing. And if it didn't, then you were doing something wrong. Well, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. We're supposed to be doing like our best, right? And and nobody is supposed to be doing things perfectly. So I want to help women to kind of let go of that, embrace life is a mess and it's okay, but embrace it, find balance and find joy. When we're unbalanced in our work and our home, our relationships suffer and our joy you know, kind of disappear. So I want women to be able to feel the joy that, you know, that I feel now that I didn't feel five years ago. And that's what you wrote your book about? It is. Yes. <laughs> so you are helping women and and in their fields too and feeling good about themselves. Who has been your most important professional mentor and why? I think that There have been a lot of people who I have followed, who I've known along the way from professors in uh, school, teachers that I worked with. But Dr. Dave and Dr. Troy are the most authentic human beings that I have ever met in person and followed. Their message is clear. Their hearts are huge. And they inspire me to want to be part of helping other people to find balance in ULA. For sure. (laughs) I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. So we are going to change topics a little bit in the interview. We like to ask all the coaches on our show some questions similar to the Proust questionnaire, which has its origins in a parlor game popularized by Marcel Proust, a French essayist and novelist who believed that in answering these 35 questions, an individual reveals his or her true nature. And we obviously don't have time to ask you all 35, so we picked five. 
The first one is tell us something in your life that has grown out of a personal disaster. The art of forgiveness. I learned to forgive. By learning to forgive, it improved my overall health and wellness because when we forgive, it actually frees us as well. So I think that's something that I learned along the way in my life. And on that note, how about we switch it over to something happier? When and where were you the happiest you've ever been? So I'm going to say three things, if that's okay. So first was when my husband and I got married, May 30th, 1998. It was like a happy day. We danced the whole day away. It was so much fun. My son was born on October 18th, 2004. Can you not even beat that? But personally for myself and my own goal was January 10th, 2016, my 46th birthday. I ran the marathon in Disney at 46. I was the girl in high school who like didn't make it through a week of track tryouts. I was a not athletic sister of the three of us. And I went there and I ran and finished a marathon. So that was super exciting. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. What relationship defines love for you, real or fictional? Try to say this without getting too emotional, but it's my marriage to my husband, Matt. We met in college in 1990. So we've been together almost 33 years. This year we'll celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary and no one has loved me the way he loves me. That puppy that we have, he got that from me because he knew how I was lonely here in Florida. No marriage is perfect, but we've worked at it consistently. And I'm just proud that we're able to share that with our son and feel so blessed to have my husband for my my spouse. Well, amazing. I think something that the new generations moving up need to really see families that stay together and marriages that stick. And I love where Dr. Dave talks about if you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce. I introduced my husband to Ula a few years ago. And in 2021, we dated each other every single week for 52 weeks of the year. And it was so much fun. And now we just continuously do it. But yeah, it's something you consistently have to work on. It's just like anything else in life that's, it's, that it's worth it, but it's work. Yeah. I'm glad you have something like that, especially with you're going to be an empty nester. Yes. So important. So important. Yeah. I like the photos you post with the mugs. Oh, yeah. That's it. This morning I looked down the counter and I said, why aren't our mugs matching? He said, oh, I just took those out of the dishwasher. So my husband will, you know, if he's home and, and not working that day, he will put out two matching cups. Might just be sayings that go together or Disney mugs or whatever. So that we, we drink out of matching cups. Looks kind so of corny cute. like that. <laughs> it's cute. Okay. The next question is what person, place, or experience has shaped you the most? Again, I'm going to go to my husband. He has had faith in me, even when I've doubted myself. He believes in me no matter what I'm doing. And to have somebody believe in you, it really does make you feel like you can do anything. He's taught me patience, discipline, although I'm not as great with discipline as he and my son are, but he's taught me discipline and he's just so supportive. 
He's somebody who has gone to work in a job that has not always been easy without a complaint to take care of our family. So every single day, I'm in awe and inspired by him. Well, he is going to love hearing this on your podcast. <laughs> his, his head's going to get big. Oh. <laughs> okay, so the last of the Pruis questions, mm-hmm. uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? I would say to let go of fear. Fear held me back so much in my life. I lived in Rhode Island my whole life. I went to Rhode Island College. I went to the University of Rhode Island. I moved from one town to the to the next next to it. I would say take risks. Go travel. Do all the fun things and and don't be afraid. I lived in fear a lot of my life, but I've learned to let go of that and to live more with in faith. And I wish that my younger self had known that. But, you know, all along the way, I always feel like it wouldn't really change anything because I wouldn't be here right now at this moment if things had been different. Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we are also asking all the coaches on our show if they have taken an Enneagram test. For anyone out there unfamiliar, the Enneagram is a system of personality typing and describes patterns and how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. It is simply a mapping of self-discovery and personal growth. So did you happen to take the Enneagram test? I did. And I, and this is a funny thing. I said, yeah, I've taken it before. I said, but I don't remember the number. So that might tell you something about my personality, but I was a seven. Okay. And a seven is the enthusiast. So sevens have a gift to brighten up the mood wherever they go. Funny how Disney is on your list there. Right? (laughs) And they're good at seeing the big picture of things and don't take themselves too seriously. They're great at making plans that are fun for everyone. Have an agile mind that is able to switch between multiple things quickly. Are you in agreement with that for yourself? I am. And the funny thing is, is that years ago, that would not have been me. You know, I would, because I needed things perfectly and I need to do things and was more systematic. Where now, like, if you ask me to go on a running trip or a girls trip, my bags were already packed and I'm ready to go. I, as the one planning the Disney trips for our whole family, getting everybody together. I am one who loves to get people, you know, I started running and then all of a sudden I had all my friends who were running. I love to, to bring happiness and joy to others. I love to live in joy. And like you said, I live near Disney. Like we go at least once a week because that just, I think life's short and want to enjoy and have fun. I think Disney is great. That was always our family vacation when I was growing up. And that was in Pennsylvania, so it was a quick, easy East Coast, but it had so much to offer, and it still does. Yeah. yeah. All about what quote or motto do you value or that fits your value system and you just really identify with it? For my value system, it's something that's faith-based. It's through everything I do is to serve God and to serve others. I really feel that my purpose is to love, honor, and serve God. And that's why I do what I do. And I work in service of others to make other people happy or feel balanced just to help maybe brighten their day as well. I love hearing everyone's different quotes or mottos. It's it's one of my favorite parts. And this has been absolutely fantastic. We have really enjoyed having you on our show today, Sherry. 
Thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything that we haven't asked you today or anything you'd like to add? I think what I would like to add is that everybody can change. Anybody can grow. It's just, it's simple, but it's not always easy. But if you're not liking your job right now, first thing is don't quit your job until you have something else to support that or replace that income. But if there's something that you want to do and you're passionate about, set some goals, some smart goals, and take a little bit of action every day. So if you want to start your own business and you want to open a store that sells art or something, start researching that and what will that take and what could you do? If you want to be a life coach, search By the way, Ula is the best, but go ahead and search different companies and see what aligns to you and start taking a little bit of action every single day. So whatever your goal is, always use the analogy of the marathon. Like if I'm coaching someone say, hey, I want to run a marathon. I'm like, oh, cool. That's awesome. I can totally help you with that. Uh, Yeah, I want to run it in three months. I'm like, oh, great. Like how much have you run? And they say nothing. And I say, okay, we need to start at the beginning and we need to take a little bit of steps every day. So maybe we start off as two runs of a mile a week and on a Saturday, two miles. And then we work up every day. But it's those consistent daily action steps and habits that will lead to overall change. So whether it's with your work or it's with your exercise, your health or whatever it is, just know that it's a simple process, not always easy but you can do it one action step at a time. And if you need help with that, reach out to a coach because there is many people who would love to help you. That was great addition. Great advice. Before we part ways, we want to let you know that our next episode will showcase Coach Carrie Ford and the topic of Ula Faith. We want to remind you that we are all designed for greatness and purpose. Stress less, feel better, and enjoy life a little more. Thanks again for being with us today, Sherry. And goodbye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that it inspires you to go get your ULA life, a life of less stress, more balance, and greater purpose. For more information, be sure to check out the notes from today's episode. And if you appreciate our show, please leave us a comment and let us know. We would really love to connect with you. You can also subscribe to our podcast, share it with a friend, and on your social media. Until next time, be grateful, have faith, and go get your ULA life.